Welcome back, Heartbreakers. I'm Amanda here with my co-hosts. I'm Madison. I'm Kelsey. <laughs> Why did you say it like that, Madison? What? It was a little seductive. It, it was, was quite sultry. I was not ready. I just oh, I wanted to get hot on your way Kelsey. to work on Monday. Welcome back, Heartbreakers. I'm Amanda here with my co-hosts. I'm Madison. I'm Kelsey. I'm Juliana. Uh, speaking of Juliana, on today's episode, we are featuring baggage claim. We're doing a baggage claim, little, little baggage claim spotlight where uh, we're going to sit down with Juliana Smith and talk we're about her book. Okay, so right, let's do this. Um, yeah, Jules, tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, me? Okay. Um, we know hi. nothing about you. We've never hi. met you. Okay, well, I'm going to pretend that you haven't met me. Hello, my name is Juliana Smith. Nice to meet my you. Favorite, my favorite. I'm so excited to have you here. What's your zodiac sign? Libra. Before Jules tells us what she what she about her books, she wants to tell us what she's been reading, and then the rest of us do too. So Jules, go for it. Okay, we're gonna do this. Lightning round. Lightning round. Um. Okay. So long story short, I was in a very big uh, book slump, and then last night I read "Tis the Season for Revenge." by Morgan Elizabeth. And it got me out of the book slump quicker than anything I've ever read. It was absolutely incredible. 10 out of 10. I'm reading another book by her called The Distraction that has so far been very good. So that's what I've been reading. Is the Tis the Season for Revenge a holiday romance? Yes. it's. Oh, so you could do that for your free-for-all. Yes, it'll be mine. Yes, and I you found a book. devoured it. You cannot fall asleep Boss. for the free-for-all episode. What? You cannot fall asleep for that free-for-all episode because you actually have to talk I can't about the Because time. I have to talk about how great it was. Okay. And excellent. Moving uh, on. Amanda. Amanda, what is your current read? Um, I just started The Air by Sophie Lark, like literally right before we started this podcast. So I read approximately 13 pages. And before that, I read the first two books in her Underworld series, which are Ivan and Snow both fabulous i'm on a raffia mafia romance kick right now if you can't tell um i feel like like there was something else i read in there but i don't remember what it was so yeah i've basically still been on that sophie lark deep dive uh kels what have you been reading oh my gosh i'm so excited for you to ask me because i've actually been reading so i started (laughs) listening to jenny bayless's Meet me under the mistletoe. It's very good. The narrator has a British accent. So now anytime I'm like talking to myself in my head, I say it in a British accent. Um, Can you yes. go ahead and demonstrate that for us? Yeah. Give me a sentence to say. Jules is muted. Yeah, Jules, you're 100% muted. <laughs> <laughs> I said that so confidently. Um, is that a word? I like big butts and I cannot lie. No. I like big butts and I cannot lie. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was that gonna, wasn't good. I was nervous. It gets I was going to say the peanuts are done roasting, love. It's a lot better. <laughs> the peanuts are done roasting, love. That is so cute. The peanuts are done roasting, love. Love. You guys, I mean. blinders. Why aren't they hiring you to be in British in movies, pocket? you know? Yeah. Would you like a spot of tea? You want me to read? I'm going to read listening? Voice to Downton Abbey. Girls, we don't right have now? time for that. Okay. The closer we were to Colorado, the bigger the ball of nerves grew my stomach. I felt as though I was on top of a roller coaster. <laughs> I can't do it. I'm, I'm sick. Go ahead. I'm, I'm reading 
Mate Me Under the Mistletoe by Ginny Bayless. <laughs> Very <laughs> nice, Kelsey. Beautiful. Thank you so am much. I, also, am I Australian. Very nice, Kelsey. Oh, I can't do Australian. I can do Australian. Shrimp on the Barbie. Better than I can do British. Do Australian. Hello. What happened to our, our lightning round of recent reads? <laughs> okay, <laughs> hey, you keep us on task round here, of people. Okay, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. I'm also reading Waiting for Tom Hanks, which is a major backlist book, but it is fantastic. I love that looking. one. But I saw that on Madison Show. that one? Carrie Winfrey. Thank you. Oh, yeah, Carrie Winfrey. If you're looking for, like, just a light and fluffy read, it's very cute. It mentions, like, a million super famous rom-com movies. I and... like the second one in that series even more. What was it? Did I watch that one? I mean, read that one? I think I did. Probably not. You would have probably read the first one in the series first. No, you read her other one. Um, the toy shop one. That's not. not oh, awesome. yeah. That one was really cute. Okay. Amanda, what are you reading? I already went. Madison, what are you reading? <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> you're always last. I always try to think of your feelings. Well, I appreciate you, but Jules already <laughs> thought of my feelings. <laughs> Shoot. They're first. Mad sweetheart, what have you been reading? Sweetheart. Um, thanks so much for asking. What are Sorry. we on tonight? <laughs> okay, um, so on our last episode, I talked about how our friend Jada from the Booked and Boozy podcast, JD Ronan is her author name, had just sent me um an ARC copy of her book, A Deadly Vow. And I devoured it that night and the next day. It was amazing. I even texted Amanda and I was like, I was like, I would love this book just because she wrote it. But it, I like, I thought about it like all day. Yeah. It was just like stuck in my head. You did. Um, huh? You did. You were yeah, like, I, did. I, would I, love, I, I love this book because she wrote it, but I would love it even if she didn't. Yeah. Like it was so good. So 10 out of 10 recommend. It comes out February 13th. Um, and then after that, I read Daughter of No Worlds. It's on KU. Uh, it was really, really good. I literally texted everyone I've ever met and told them to read it um, because I was obsessed me, with it. Fine. Well, you don't like fantasy, so <laughs> um, and I'm not asking you to read any more manage. books until you finish Akimap. So um, I will say, though, that I started the second book and I don't know why I just wasn't like as gripped by it. I don't think it was a story. I think it was just me. Is that so you, I'm, with, like, you did that with Dance of Thieves, too? So, yes, I did the exact same thing, which I need to go back and read that. So I'm not I, I, I saved that for later, but I started The Cruel Prince. Um, finally, I've never read it before, and it's really, really good so far. In fact, I would uh, like to get off this podcast so I could read it tonight beautiful beautiful lightning round i'm so proud of us now juliana Wonderful. would you please tell us about yourself your author journey yeah a little book you're holding there yeah maybe that that first one that you wrote all that the good stuff okay um hi my name is juliana um i decided to start writing after i became a mom and i had some i don't want to call it free time because it's never free time 
but I had extra home time, I guess, um, with my baby because I would felt like I was just constantly breastfeeding and just had nothing to do all day except have a baby attached to me. And so I began writing a book. I didn't think I was going to actually publish it. So I stopped for a while and then I picked it back up again. And then I ended up finishing it and I published it. So I wrote a second book. It is called Baggage Claim. And I really like it. I love the characters. Um, I'm pretty proud of it. And I'm really excited to talk about it today. How did you come up with the idea for it? I came up with the idea because I knew that I wanted a couple to um, meet on a plane. I thought that was a really fun idea because I've seen, I read a couple other books like that, but I wanted to do my own twist on it. And um, yeah, it's kind of just where I got the idea from. I went back and forth on different ways to write it and how they would end up together and I settled with this originally it it was always going to be fake dating um but originally she did not lie and say that she had a boyfriend they just met on the plane and he kind of offered to help her out and over time I just added small details and it became what it was which is baggage claim (laughs) I'm the worst at this no it was good I don't know. Ask some questions, you know? I was about to say, I do better being asked questions than being told. Tell me about yourself. Well, I did ask you a question how you came up with the idea for baggage claim. Yeah. Please keep that in mind. Hold, please. Um, tell us how you came up with your characters. Um, I knew I wanted... I wanted to write these particular characters and their story. Yes. I knew I wanted a guy character like a male character who was very open and just said everything he was thinking which is what Finn definitely does he just says everything he's thinking out loud um because when I read a book that's my favorite (laughs) I do like a grumpy sunshine either way either way it goes um but I I like it um I like to read a book with a character who says everything he's thinking And I like a female character who's reserved and quiet and kind of likes to keep to herself a little bit more. And I love that combination a lot. And so this was a fun one to write. We asked this one for, we asked Madison this one last week too, but library for Emily, no, library by Emily wants to know what advice you have for aspiring writers. Oh, I think my answer is going to be really similar to Madison's last time. So I'm going to try to twist it. Um, <laughs> trying to make it sound a little different, but um, I think Madison said investing in yourself, and I definitely second that. Getting a good cover designer and a good editor will change everything <laughs> about your book. Um, I would also say, I don't know, I was gonna say, don't read bad reviews. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's great advice in theory, but it's also impossible to follow. Yeah, so. you can't, you can't, you have to read them. I would definitely say hire different kinds of ARC readers and beta readers, um, people that are going to tell you all the good, the bad, the ugly about your book, because you want to know all those things. And people who, you want some people to um, come in and what'd you say, fluff your feathers? Yes. Fluff your pillows? <laughs> fluff your pillows a little bit? Make uh, make you feel really good about your writing and make you feel like you can do it. And then you also want someone to call you out on your crap and be like, now you know that this sentence does not make sense. Fix it. And that is where Amanda comes in. She's wonderful. <laughs> I was like, um, I'm about to get called out, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and you need a healthy mix of both. So find some people. It, it my first one I had all positive, and that was very sweet. But I needed some more direction. In baggage claim, I had a very healthy mix. It was like it was completely 50-50 of um, fix this versus this was great, and I needed both in all areas. So that was wonderful. That was a really good learning lesson for me. I yeah, I will say, I feel like we have a good group. I was talking to someone, I think it was Jamie the other day. And I was like, when we beta read for each other, it's like, I get on there and point out like plot holes. Amanda gets on there and points out all of our grammatical mistakes. Yep. Things Literally everything. I can't help it. And Julian and Kelsey are like, this is great. Change nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right I'm like I love this never change I keep thinking about in on the line there was one dialogue that I ended with an m dash and the quote at the end of it got flipped the backwards way and Kelsey commented on it and was like flip this little guy around <laughs> that's, the extent, that's the extent of Kelsey's negative critiques right there that is the <laughs> I said it as nice um, as I could because I was like I can't believe Amanda missed this flip this little fellow around, <laughs> this little fellow around. it cracks me up I think about it all the time Kelsey's also sometimes is like um I'm not sure if this is the best way this <laughs> she really is like she fully understand this is this I never want to like hurt anybody's feelings I love I love when Kelsey like, like, I do not may, care I love how Kelsey is like this may just be me I could totally be wrong about this but maybe you possibly want to probably I don't know maybe like a paragraph of apologizing she is like preparing She's the like, comment and it'll be like maybe add a comma here like it's like <laughs> literally nothing yeah I do that a lot I'm like it's so true it's the cutest thing. I just never want to hurt anybody's feelings. So Meanwhile, sweet. I'm like, fix this now. Amanda's like, you idiot. Fix I would it. never. Like, this is horrible. Fix it. I would but never. You would never. But I need my Amanda's and I need my Kelsey's and my Madison and me. What? That's all of us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, look at that. It's like we should start a podcast together or something. Wow, we should do that. We really should. Someone try to convince Madison. I think we'd be really good at it, you guys. <laughs> Don't you? We we would be super great at a podcast. Maybe we yep. could get sponsored by Kathy Bates <laughs> and Oreo. No, I'm just gonna Oreos. go ahead and say it. I don't think we'd be that good at a podcast. I think we'd get really distracted. And we'd <laughs> yeah, really I think so too. Honestly, chaotic. So I think, I think it's that, best that we. I just- bet Jules would fall asleep. <laughs> 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 But Kelsey's Wi-Fi will go out. Amanda will complain if we do it past five o'clock. This is like a roast, like a podcast roast. Instead of a pot roast, it's a pod roast. Kelsey's Wi-Fi will go out. Does people breathe too hard in Kelsey's house and her Wi-Fi's gone? I'm the Once only one. Once we start making money from this freaking podcast, I'm going to buy the, who made tes- Tesla? Elon Musk. Yeah, I'm going to buy his Musk. Wi-Fi. So Emma Hill asked, what are you most looking forward to with um the I Can Fix That reworking? Because you are reworking oh, it. Yes, I am reworking. I can fix that. Um, I And why? Been... Out of curiosity, what prompted that, Jules? I hate it. 
No, <laughs> the audiobook deal. Oh, that. <laughs> God. Oh, because I have my book coming out in audio. Whoop, whoop. And I just thought if this is coming out on audiobook, I definitely want it to um, be its best. And if I'm going to hear, you know, if it's going to be casted and I'm going to have to hear my book, I would really rather it be like top notch and I want it to be um, my best writing. So, which it it certainly is not right now. So we are re-releasing it. Um, I have added 12 chapters, 10, which are in um, Grant's point of view. And that's been super fun. So that's probably what I'm most excited for is adding his point of view more into the story and seeing his behind the scenes of everything. It's been kind of hard because, you know, like he keeps that secret throughout the whole story. Mm -hmm. And for me to be in his point of view and not mention the details of his past are a little hard, but it has been really fun just to dive back into that and to see his personality unfold. So when will your audiobook release? I have no idea. Okay, so um, Hey Dorothy Grace wants to know who your favorite side character is. And she also said, also, I love I Can Fix That so, so much. You're a great writer. Oh, that is so nice. Um, I'm stuck between two. I know who my favorite side character is in the book I'm currently writing. I'm trying to, but I can't say their name. So let me think. Um, I would say either Bo from I Can Fix That because he's very, um, he's kind of like Finn. Like he's very go with the flow. He's says what he's thinking. He's open and honest and communicative and communicative. Communicate. He communicate. He communicates very well. Communicative. He is not what I am doing right now. I was literally just fake. Just about to say just like you right now. Just like me. <laughs> Um, he I really like Bo. He was one of my favorites. I liked Bo. He was fun. Sorry. And it's been fun adding more Bo into that story. Um, and then I also really like Taylor from Baggage Claim. She is Olive's sister-in-law and she is really sweet. She's always there for Olive. She treats her like the sister she should. Yes. How did Agreed. you come up with the name Olive? Mm, I don't remember I think I just like that name and I was like I'm just gonna use that name nameberry.com <laughs> what? I, I do use a name generator a good bit because I'm like la- good name like what are the best last names that go with an O name and then it'll give me a list yeah huh. I do that a lot interesting or I'll go on Pinterest and look up baby names okay Juliana I have a question for you you go ahead, Madison. So you've written all standalones so far. Would you ever consider <laughs> writing a series? Wow, that's so funny you asked, Madison. The hair flip. <laughs> I did a very dramatic hair flip. It was I super. People can't see us. Um, Soon. Yes, I have, I have a series that is coming out next year. Um, what? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I had no idea. Yeah, you are it just is, uh, spilling the tea on this podcast on the today. pod um it is a family series of four brothers and one sister and um it is been really fun to plot because i've been plotting not plotting but just getting a rough idea of who everybody is throughout all of the books because 
you know, in book one, like I have all of the characters in it. And so figuring out who is who and who's going to end up with who has been so much fun. And I have some alpha readers who are reading the first one right now, which I'm super excited for. Um, very much like the office vibes and I'm loving it. Um, but my alpha readers that are going through it right now keep commenting on my Google doc and they're like, did these two end up together? Did these two end up together? And I'm having so much fun because I'm like, hee hee, you don't know. And I'm just going to keep it all to myself. I'm very excited. I feel like that's the most fun about writing a series because I'm getting so many messages. I mean, I got a lot of messages of people with just go with it who wanted to know who the next book was going to be about, but I dropped a lot more hints in this one and yeah. people are sending me lots of messages like, please tell me this next book. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I'm writing a book. Sorry. But I'm right. not sure who it's about yet. I um, am loving that for my third book too. So many people so are guessing. fun. And it's so much fun. I, well, and I love watching other authors do that. Like Julia yeah. Olivia does that with her series. You know, she'll be like, guess who the next book is about? And I'm always like... <sighs> let me guess I bet I know who it is and then when I get it right I'd like do a little yeah party. do a little dance make a little love get down to me I think I dropped enough hints for like I mean, so many no different doubt who your next book's gonna be about me yeah I dropped so many hints for several different people though I feel like so I don't think people necessarily are like gonna latch on to who it actually is. No, I was saying when you read for the boys, there was no yeah, oh yeah, no, that one was no secret because I'd already planned that one. Yeah. But I think for this one and on the line, no, I dropped I would have had no idea. I dropped hints for so many people that it could easily be anyone. And the nice thing about it too is that one of the main characters is a new character too. Uh, since I asked Madison this one too. Which character from any book or any author would be Finn's best friend? Oh. Or Olive's. Because we asked about Ellie's. Um, Wes would be. Wes and Finn would be best friends. Wes and they Finn really would, would be. Absolutely love it because they would just constantly like push each other and just be like, go, you can do it, go. It doesn't matter. Break an arm. Who cares? Like they would just, they would be going up a ski lift and he'd be like, do you think that I could jump? Finn would be like, do you think I could jump off of this? And then Wes would be like, just go with it. And he would do it in a heartbeat. Um, Jules sent me, we send each other a lot of TikTok videos and yeah. she sent me these two guys that like do a podcast and they have little videos from their podcast and she was sending them to me and I was sending them back and she was like, I feel like we're just watching Wes and Finn if they had a podcast. And I was like, it's so true. Oh my God. It's called The Basement Yard. It's a really good podcast, but it's really funny. But um, there was one where they were just arguing about their favorite Pop-Tart flavors and they got so passionate and were like yelling about their favorite Pop-Tart flavors. And I was like, this is literally Finn Beckett in a like nutshell. <laughs> like it was hilarious. I loved it. Um, so yeah, I think Wes, I think Wes would be the one to. Uh, I love that. Um, do you see yourself in the characters you write? Like, are they people you would want to befriend? Yeah, definitely. I would befriend both of them. I probably wouldn't like Olive at first because I have a hard time with people that are standoffish because I can, I, I'm not very extroverted. And so if somebody makes it clear that they don't want me to talk to them, then I'm like, okay, I'll never talk to you again. I'm so sorry. And I just run away crying. 
So I don't think all of them I would hit it off at first, but then I would find out her love for true crime podcast. And, um, you know, I feel like we would end up being good friends. I feel like we would uh, want to hang out. I like her a lot. And then Finn would bring out my fun side that only comes every blue moon or so. I was also going to say, um, I was really excited because Lynn Painter blurbed this. And that was a huge, huge deal to me because we all know how much we adore Lynn Painter over here oh, at the EG's Lynn Painter Pod. She is just an angel and she is so wonderful. And so whenever she sent me my blurb, I cried. I was so excited. And I immediately sent it to Sam and I said, put it on the cover. I want to see it. In the blurb. fact that Lynn read our books and enjoyed them made me want to like actually cry yeah she yeah. has an arc of on the line right now but i don't know if she's read it yet i'm gonna be honest i think she read like two chapters of baggage claim and was like yeah no <laughs> i don't think she read all of just between us i really don't no. but that's okay it doesn't but matter. she I, I know she read some of it because she did send me like some inside jokes like about it because she sent me the part where she calls peanuts like penis on accident mm-hmm. um and she did like she screenshotted that and sent it to me and was like I'm laughing so hard and so that made me feel a little bit better so I know she read some of it she also told me she sent me my blurb and she was like is this okay if not just tell me what you want me to say <laughs> yes. she was like just say exactly what you want me to say and I'll fix it <laughs> dead yeah. So did you come up with baggage claim is rom-com gold or did she? No, she did. She sent me that. Oh, I would have died if you guys were like, I have a confession. I told her to read That would have been hilarious. No, she <laughs> did. She did send me that. She had, she gave me two blurbs and one was a longer one. Yeah. That I could put like on the back and then, but this one was so simple because it was like hilarious and heartwarming. Baggage claim is rom-com gold. Like it was yeah. just so clean and simple. Yeah. I loved oh, I was going to say um for instead of what is rather today i was going to ask you guys what fictional character would you want to be stuck on a plane with to a ask? plane yeah like a plane ride oh, my. oh because of baggage like, claim yeah because heart, heart 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 because he's got wings and he can just carry me if it crashes that's the best answer kelsey you also win. why are you thinking about a plane crashing though that concerns me um the probability of that happening is very slim. Um, but you're not type six, so we don't think <laughs> rationally about these things. Also, you guys have to understand that every time I'm on a plane, I hate takeoff because I am 99% sure that every time it lifts off the ground, it's going to explode into, into thousands of pieces. So one time I the probability on of that is so small. One time I cut on a plane and budge the, up. The airplane. <laughs> I hate you people. Guys, I have to tell you the story. It's very important. I'll okay, go, go ahead. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not that important. But our um our runway is like this big because it's on top of a mountain. I bet it's bigger than that. <laughs> it's like this big. And the the plane took off and then came right back down. And it was super scary because airplane like our runway is only this big. So it, it like went off off the runway. I'm pretty sure it's bigger than that. madison i'd really love to know who this character you'd be love to be stuck on a plane with is i think i'd like to be stuck with low um because 
I think unless we realized that the other one was bookish, we would have nothing to talk about. We wouldn't force any conversation. Um, and I, I don't like to talk to people on planes. So I think we would both be really quiet. But then if I like looked over and saw her reading something, I'd be like, oh my gosh, what are you reading? You know, I literally did that on my flight from Atlanta to Nashville when I came to visit you. So ask someone what they're reading. Everybody in this woman sitting next to me was reading on her Kindle and she had the font size blown all the way up. So her letters were bigger than Kelsey's runway in West Virginia. (laughs) And I swear to you, I was like looking at it and I saw tennis and then I was like, I don't even know what. And I was like, are you reading Carrie Soto is back? And she was like, yes. How did you know? And I was like, I don't know. I just did. And then we started talking about books. So um, yeah, that was, that's the only thing I would want to talk to someone on a plane about. Um, so I'd like to be seated next to someone bookish. I love that. I would like to be seated next to someone who's really nice to look at. Um, and I, I did instantly think Cassian, but here's my thing is he's so big. He's so big. And Reese can get rid of his wings. Reese can hide his wings. Cassian cannot. So Cassian, would I would not- never want to be seated next to Cassian on anything. Yeah. I would like to be seated on top of Cassian, but oh. not next to him. I knew immediately <laughs> when I said next to, I yeah. said, she's going to say she wants to be seated on Cassian. I, I just, love- I, it was coming out of my mouth and I knew what you were going to say next. <laughs> I would love to be seated on Cassian, but so in that case, and then I next Next, I thought Hunt, but Hunt also has wings. So, final answer, Rowan. I would love to be seated next to Rowan on a plane. Because he has wings, but not all the time. I and love Rowan. out when he needs them? He, his... He, I know. I would like to be seated next to Lorcan, and I'd like to ask him what he did. What he did <laughs> for the rest of us, we need to know. You guys want to get that because you haven't read Throne of Class. And I'm also not telling you what kind of wings Rowan has, so. I was just thinking, I don't know. You just need to read it. Um, Jules, what about you? I was about to say, someone asked me. I would want to be seated next to Hannah Bellinger. I just feel like she's such a delight. She's very calm. She won't mess with you. She'll put on her headphones. You could give me Fox, too, for that matter. Fox would be there. (laughs) would <laughs> be nice <laughs> um but I think she's just such a neat person I've talked about her multiple times but I think she's so cool and I feel like I would be good friends with her she's just sweet and just keeps to herself you I think know? you guys would really bond over music too we would we would t- definitely bond over music because I have way too many sp- uh, Spotify playlists and I'd be like what what's the vibe right now what's what's the vibe um, you guys would be trading playlists we like would. the whole flight. And then we would make playlists for each other by the yeah. time we landed. And then we'd be best friends forever. So yep. so next time on the pod, we are sitting down with our favorite, Sarah Hokel. Well, uh, maybe not. She's tied with Lynn. Because if Lynn heard me say that, I think Lynn would get mad at us. Because I am abs- just, I'm just absolutely thrilled. Lynn is an honorary pancake. But we're super, so super, excited. super excited to have Sarah Hogel on. I actually went to, I have to tell you guys this story. I went to a concert last Friday with my sister and we were talking about, she recently read you deserve each other. And so we were talking about it on the drive to the concert, which is like an hour from here. 
And I, both of us were crying. We were laughing so hard just talking about You Deserve Each Other. So if you have not read it yet, please go do so now. We will be talking probably about You Deserve Each Other as well, but we're going to be sitting down to talk about Just Like Magic, which is her holiday romance. And we're super, super, super excited to have her. So stay tuned for that. And then after that, we're doing an episode with me on On The Line after it comes out. And then we will have a holiday free-for-all to end the year and that will be our last episode until 2023 so we've only got we've only got three episodes left this year guys thank you so much for listening please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform um head over to our instagram at hasandheartbreaks.pod we post some fun stuff over there and we love to interact with you guys and see who is listening and all so um go over there to hang out with us there (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I'm so glad we got to talk about Biochlim today and it was a great episode. So we will see you next time, Heartbreakers.